Hey there, this is Sitam Church Online and my name is George Muricho. I want to welcome you to today's video where we want to talk about making the most of our devotional life. Keep watching. Well, our devotional life basically refers to our our spiritual disciplines, our devotions to God, our commitments to God, the, the things that help us to grow and uh, just experience God's grace. And I want to just highlight two of those. One of those is uh, prayer and the other one is God's Word, studying God's Word, reading God's Word, memorizing, meditating, and so forth. And as you think about your devotional life, watching this video, where would you place yourself? Would you say that you're, uh, you're enjoying, it's thriving, it's a delight, you're sensing God's presence, and you're really aware of how much uh, God loves you, that those things are not cerebral to you, they're not just uh, head knowledge, it's not head content, but it has sunk deep down into your heart, and you're experiencing God's love? Well, that's a great place to be at. Uh, but the reality is oftentimes our experience or the experience of most Christians is that it's laborious, it's hard, it's tedious and uh, the delight seems to be far off and oftentimes uh, there's a strong sense of duty. And when you get into that mode where you're just duty bound, it's easy to get discouraged, it's easy to throw in the towel insofar as your devotional life is concerned. But today, I want to share with you uh, something really brief that can maybe be of help to you to strengthen your devotional life, to help you get the most out of it. Basically, like I've mentioned, we're looking at prayer and we're looking at God's word. And this is a common acrostic that's used. It's, it's actually just uh, the letters A-C-T-S, ACTS, and it's an easy word to remember. It, it talks about adoration, C is confession, T is thanksgiving, and S is supplication. And so there you are, you're about to have your devotion, you're, you're uh, reading God's word, maybe you've been going through a certain book of the Bible, uh, hopefully you're going through systematically, uh, you're not doing it haphazardly. Maybe you're a morning person, you could be an evening person. So whatever time it is, you've just uh, taken your Bible and you're going through whatever scripture. I, 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 I want to commend this as something that can help you and I go deeper, go deeper in our spiritual life and enjoy, get the most out of our devotion. So as you're reading that passage, and we'll try and do it practically, as you're reading that passage, you could, you could try and identify things that talk about God. What is being spoken of God in this passage? And that leads us to adoration. And then the second thing is confession. What sin is being pointed out in this passage? It could be you're reading a passage uh, on, on, on pride and you see a character in the Bible who is painted as very proud. 
and the Lord shows you a mirror image of your own pride. And that's an opportunity for you to confess. Uh, but so that you don't get stuck in the rut, you go a step further and you ask yourself, is there anything that I can thank God for out of this passage? What can I thank the Lord for? It could be in relation to, uh, you know, you've, you've confessed that sin. You've said, Lord, you've exposed that there's some pride or there's some unforgiveness, there's bitterness, there could be uh, self-sufficiency, there could be partiality. The way I've treated this person is different from the way I've treated that person. And I mentioned that we will look at a particular passage of scripture. So I want to draw your attention to the book of Psalms. We'll just look at one of the Psalms. Uh, Psalms is the prayer book of the Bible. And it's a great uh, book for you to enrich your prayer life and even just your study of God's word. Many of the Psalms point us to Christ and many of the Psalms resonate with our human experience, the emotions, the full range of human experience. You might be going through a heartbreak. It's right there in the Psalms. You might be going through rejection. It's right there in the Psalms. You might be going through anxiety. You don't know what the future holds for you. It's right there in the Psalms. And this particular psalm is uh, Psalm 63. And I just want to read a few verses and try and apply acts to it. Uh, David declares that, O oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you, as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. That's Psalm 63, first three verses. And just, just a, a, a glance at it, you can already see things for which you can adore God about. David is uh, the background of this particular psalm. David is going through a tough time. He's in the wilderness of Judah. His son Absalom has taken the throne from him. So you can imagine the pain, the betrayal, the sense of rejection, uh, a king who's been exiled. There's something about that picture that doesn't seem natural. There's something about that picture that's off. So David is in this very tough season in his life. And he's praying and expressing his hunger for God, his thirst, his spiritual longing for God. And he says, oh God, you are my God. And friends, when you, when you hear that, that word, my, that personal pronoun, what can you do with that? You begin to adore God, that he's not just God of my father, he's not just God of my mother, he's not just God of uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he's a personal God. He's my God, he's, he's close to me, he's relational, he's my God and I am his. And you begin to adore God and thank him. But it could also be as you continue reading, uh, you get to the second part of verse 1. And David says, my soul thirsts for you. And as you're reading that, you realize, uh, if I'm honest, my soul is thirsting for other things. My soul is thirsting for entertainment. My soul is thirsting for the latest series. And not that those things are bad in and of themselves. It's just that oftentimes when we love those things more than we love God, 
they become idols. And so Augustine is the one who said, we shouldn't love those things less, but we should love God more. And so as you're reading that and you see uh, David saying, my soul thirsts for you. And as you're about to say those words, uh, you can't say them with a sense of genuineness. Then you realize, God, I've been thirsting for other things. I've been thirsting for recognition more than I thirst for you. I've been thirsting for human approval more than I thirst for you. God, I've been thirsting for money and power more than I thirst for you. And as you do that, you're already in a place of confession. In today's video, we've covered the first two parts of that acrostic acts. So we've looked at adoration and confession. In our next video, we'll try and sum up by looking at thanksgiving and supplication. Thank you so much for watching. My name is George Murichu. This is Sitam Church Online. God bless you.